You're with Julian on the Brando and a review of the Suicide Squad, the latest in the much-fabled DC Universe franchise, which has operated like a failed state next to the Marvel Universe. Though, in a way, it's kind of interesting because um, their screw-ups have been so big. And um, earlier this year, um, I actually gave the two, like the Nadir year for the DC Universe all happened in a row. Batman versus Superman was the most turgid, humorless mess heralding what was to come with Suicide Squad, which was arguably even worse, uh, a disaster of a film. And then following finally with the much story just, uh, Justice League. Yes, Justice League. Uh, uh, all three films were Nadir's. They were shockingly bad in a multitude of ways. They didn't even have the same tone. Um, they were completely different feeling films, but they were all equally bad in their own unique ways. And since then, there's been a, an interesting road. We've had um, Aquaman was very watchable and successful in a way that those movies weren't. And Wonder Woman was wonderful. And then we've got these two sort of twin pillars that have happened in recent times. Wonder Woman 1984, I think I gave three and a half out of ten to, is a disaster. As bad as those three films were. The Snyder Cut of Justice League, after maligning it for years, I gave 8.5 out of 10 to us and said it was a new paradigm in filmmaking because it wasn't a director's cut. They actually filmed lots of new stuff. And the entire tone and the performances and everything was a different film. I loved that box. I loved the um, aspect ratio of it and the matte colour palette. It's one of the most beautiful looking superhero films ever in the four-hour runtime as well. I really enjoyed it. I gave it an 8.5 out of 10. So they've now rebooted Suicide Squad, which was a Will Smith-led disaster. Uh, the breakout star was Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. It was probably her breakout, her big chance to become um, one of the biggest A-list lead actresses in the world. Um, and she got her own Birds of Prey, which I thought was pretty dire. Um, so the some of the team returned this time around, but no Will Smith, uh, and I think a couple of the others are missing. Um, for the Suicide Squad, basically are a bunch of prisoners on sort of like life imprisonment who are given the chance to go and fight causes as mercenaries, usually with a high explosive in their head. Viola Davis is some sort of CIA guru that sends them off on these missions. So... I didn't know what to expect this time around, but instead of um, David Ayer, who's had a bit of a rum time of it lately as a director, we've got James Gunn, who's responsible mainly for the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise. So he's had a pretty successful run uh, and a reasonable go here. Um, we start with a different band of Suicide Squad people sent to an island to fight a dictator, um, and then it becomes apparent what's really going on. Uh, I won't spoil that bit. But eventually we do get the real Suicide Squad, who are um, half and half, half newbies. Um, the shark played by um, Sylvester Stallone is a big walking dumb shark. He's actually really funny. Um, I found him very engaging indeed. And um, also uh, Daniela Melchior as the rat catcher. She was really good as well. Um, and the, uh, the whole thing sort of led... This time around, very, very capably by Idris Elba. He is very good in his role. Uh, and it's, it's a beefcake film, but all three beefcakes that line up here are actually pretty decent. John Cena 
who's already been in Fast and Furious 9 this year. He shows up. And also, um, I'm just going to look down the list of the cast. Uh, Joel Kinnaman, as uh, Rick Flagg, who I think returns from the first movie, is um, he's really good. So there's like three beefcakes at the centre, and they're all pretty decent. The um, plot is that this dictator has taken over um, some impoverished or uh, Latin American country, and the worry America has is that there's this facility on the island they've basically been using where they've got an alien kept. And this alien's been growing and growing and growing, and they're now worried that the new dictator of the island, not their friendly dictator, but the new one, is then going to let loose this monster that they've got in this American facility, which is run by Peter Capaldi, of all people. Um, I really, really love it when I see um, Alice Braga, a Brazilian, I think she's a Brazilian actress, um, in films. Because I keep looking at her thinking, how do I know you? She leads the resistance forces on the island uh, and they all meet up in a very funny sequence. Um, she's the really gorgeous young blo- uh, bombshell on the beach in City of God. And she's been in all these films. I keep going, where do I recognise you from? But she was like 17 in this film in City of God, an all-time classic film. She was uh, probably the lead female character in that film. Uh, and she shows up as well. So the whole thing is played very, very dark comic. It is very close to Deadpool. It's super violent, uh, very adult violence, and um, and that kind of almost baldy, almost silly humour. So it's quite close to the Deadpool movies, and I was up and down about that. Um, Dead, I didn't like Deadpool 1 at all. I found the humour in it really grating. Uh, Deadpool 2 I thought was a lot better. I thought it was a lot less try-hard and a lot less obvious. Um, the humour here is often quite funny. Uh, the characters play it very well. Id- Idris Elba's very good at doing straight face, uh, as and John Cena's quite good at doing that sort of in-between um, where he, he's sort of knowingly ridiculous. Um, so I, I thought there was a nice balance of the people on display. Again, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is giving quite a few... Um, she's almost given her own mini-movie within the movie, um, and she is um, scene stealing again as um, as as Harlequin. She does have a really good scene where she um, is about to get married to the dictator on the island, but um, sees enough red flags to see through it, which I thought was quite a good moment. Now, it is a good film. Um, it does it it is messy and it does drag a lot. Um, it moves at a fair rate of knots, but. Um, I don't know that all of the screenplay needed to be in it. It's kind of overburdened, particularly like the opening. Um, and I think part of that is it is a little bit of a farce. Like the original French term of farce was to was the same as force. So it was basically where you don't have that much plot. Um, so it's like they've added, added, added plot to it to sort of pad out the movie. And they've probably overdone that a little bit. Because the central plot about them going to you know get this alien in this facility in in this uh, latin american country is quite small um and um there aren't sort of there aren't really all sort of revelations and stuff that's happened in the past it's very straightforward so i think they've dumped a lot that didn't really need to be there but it's often funny uh uh it's pretty vivid special effects wise the alien itself is quite a bizarre sight one of the oddest creatures that have been let loose in a creature movie ever very imaginative 
And at the same time, kind of um, too odd to take seriously in any way. Um, it is a pretty inconsequential film. It is vastly superior to the original. It's probably a slightly better film than the, the even messier Aquaman. Um, but it's certainly no top tier film. But um, I did enjoy watching it. Uh, do I remember much about the special effects and the carnage? Perhaps not a great deal. Um, like I said, it's it is it does feel quite padded out. But anyway, I'm going to give Justice League a very respectable and very solid six and a half out of ten.